baby smoke with me slow smoke take your time and do some talks with me just smoke with me baby smoke with me <laughs> relax your mind and take some talks with me you know you want to smoke till your body get weak just smoke with me baby <laughs> All right. oh That's all. That's all I got. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The Instagram is saying that it's not fucking with us, but I'm not surprised. They're saying what? we got poor connections. All right. Just be lying. Just be lying. Be lying. But you know what, sweetheart? Let's start the show. Let's get it popping. I ain't going to worry about no Instagram. I ain't going to worry about no social media. I'm just ready to start the show. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get it popping. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Hawaii Bake Will You Be Mo Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m. ish. Spark you a blunt. Let's get high in this bitch up. I can't drum roll worth a damn. Just all off beat. Wake and bake, will you be? Mo Shabapa. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Why you always laugh at these say Shabbat? Because <laughs> who sings like that? <laughs> I don't know. Who goes Shabbat after every line? We appreciate it. Good morning to all my Wake and Bake with Bebo Nights. Good morning to the people over on Instagram, which I'm trying to get y'all popping right now. Good morning to the people over on YouTube. Good morning to the people on Twitter. Good to see you. But most importantly, let's make sure we, make sure we say good morning to the collar of my shirt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to the, to the, the interlocks of my dreads. Oh, I hate that word. <laughs> the interlocks of my dreadlocks, okay? To the nose hairs of my nasal cavity. Good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning, lady of the house. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be the nose hairs of my navel cavity? <laughs> my navel cavity? Navel. <laughs> nasal, not navel. <laughs> That's down here. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be my navel hair, sweetheart? No. You don't want to be... Uh, testing the sensitivity of my stomach. <laughs> oh, I'm tickled. <laughs> I'm, so tickled today. Uh, I'm tickled this morning, maybe because I'm traumatized. This Instagram thing is not working. No. You see me? You see me on there? Oh, hold on. Check this. We see on there. Uh, why the lady I was checking? I want to give the shout out to the Washington former bridge, wibridgedc.com. I'm also. Uh, if you want to catch up on the stories that's happening in the Washington former bridge, I believe right now they're running a expose on the time that the bridge went over to Paris for what fashion week. So that's, you know, interesting, you know, niggas, you know, love to be fashionized per se. 
Uh, so definitely over to wibridge.com or go to at wibridgedc on all social media platforms to make sure you can get that social update so you can know what's going on. Put it right in your veins. Shout out to them. Also, while we're here, make sure y'all go sign up for the new Blueprint newsletter, bmobrown.substack.com, so you can get the written machinations of this exiled revolutionary. As I was uh, arguing with Exiled. folks on social media yesterday, I was reminded that I am a pusher. <laughs> I am an antagonist. Protagonist? Protagonist. I am a protagonist, which means I am for the tagony, if you will. Um, so definitely go check out the new Blueprint newsletter so we can get some more of that, some more of that uh, poking and prodding at the systems that create blackness and things that oppress and marginalize us. Be more brown The latest article that we wrote was on the white n-word so if you got any white friends out there make sure you tell them what the white n-word is and they could be offended so that we can slowly tear down this thing that we call race all right we got anybody in the house with i don't look like it the instagram is fucking up yeah i got the little spinning what you call it mm. like i'll see you talking for a few seconds but it's gonna, it's gonna cut off in a few seconds it's cut off mm. should i spend time getting it right or should we move on I think we should move on. You think we move on? People know where to find us. Did they know? They know where we at. I think they know where we at. They should. They, they better should know by now. By now. If you don't know me by now, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got we got a great show for you this morning. We got a few things we want to talk about this morning. Uh, I would say. Yeah, it's fucking up. It's saying I don't have no internet connection on 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 my pages, which usually means there is. How can they even do that? Huh? How can they even do that? What's that? Tell me, I don't have internet connection. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna try to go live from my page, but then we are gonna start the show, sweetheart, because I'm I'm tired of uh setting up. I'm ready to get to the things we got to talk about because today I think it's gonna be a pretty good show. We have our new uh, our new way of doing the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week, okay? What would be really exciting right now? Yeah, it's not even letting me go live from my um, from my page. What would be, it says, pause due to poor connection. Well, we live on hmm? other platforms, and we got Wi-Fi, so. Yeah, and on YouTube, it don't look like we haven't any dropped, any dropped whatever, so. Yeah, there's no dropped things. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fuck you. Whatever. Sir. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up though. Straight up though. Cause yeah, it's wild. All right. Now I'm sitting here quiet. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, we have a very interesting show for you this morning. Um, few things we want to talk about. Of course, we have our new Paul Robeson. Negro of the Week nominees that we want to make sure the lady of the house hears about so that she can vote on our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. Good morning, Cadero from L.A. Damn, bro, it's hey. like, what, five in the morning? Wow. Five in the morning. <laughs> five in the morning. I thought you were going to go Pretty Ricky. Oh, damn. <laughs> I had a whole Pretty Ricky thing going on. Did. It's okay, see that. Anyway, we uh, we have we have three total nominees for our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. We'll talk about that directly after the break. And then first, we have a topic that we want to talk about. 
uh, from Tuesday's show. We want to carry on that topic. Um, so I say let's get started. Let's get a pop machine. Did I miss any? Did I miss anything? Are we ready to start talking? Yeah. I okay. Think, I think that's all the. That's all the stuff. I'm pretty sure. We gotta get some more sponsors. Yeah. Got working, to. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on. It. We got. I got one person in mind in particular. But I told y'all last season I had some some weed sponsors. We over here smoking fucking sprays and gels and juices instead of THC. So. Well, not now. <laughs> <laughs> not now, but we used to be smoking uh, all types of supplements to make your weed smell good, but not to get you more high. So, um, but that's not what we talked about this morning. This morning, I want to carry on a conversation that we had Tuesday about artificial intelligence. Now, I should have wrote down what my talking points were because I definitely forgot. Uh, oh, oh. So on Tuesday, uh, uh, I had revealed, and I can't put these images up because I think they're unethical, what? and uh, and they are uh, inappropriate. Right? Okay. It's eight o'clock in the morning. Do we need to see titties right now? I mean, it might save us, but you know, just not in this moment right here. So when I was scrolling through uh, some of the trends that I like to track uh, in the nasty side of life, I saw there was this picture of Jennifer Lawrence who was butt ass naked. And it didn't look like Jennifer Lawrence because her body looked more like Cardi B. And I'm like, Jennifer Lawrence not shaped like that. <laughs> she don't look like that. Uh, and then I look closer and recognize, oh, this is a AI-generated image. Mm -hmm. And um, there is something about AI that I think we need to put in proper context is that AI, we've been calling it AI, not Alan Iverson, but we've been calling it AI because it is artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. which when I hear that, I hear a worse version of the real thing. Right. Right? In which that sounds like a bootleg. That sounds like an imitation. That sounds like a knockoff, per se. Mm -hmm. And as we enter this era uh, in which Hollywood has gone on strike, and one of the tenets that they are going on strike is the prevention of artificially intelligent images based on actors to replace them in movie roles. That's one of the tenets. One of the major tenets is actually money. How is it that the CEOs and the COOs and the board directors of these Hollywood studios are getting hundreds of million dollars bonuses for their work, but actors walking away with $10 in residuals? Like that's, mm -hmm. and if you want to talk about an entity that can't be replaced by artificial intelligence, mm, I think, decision-making <laughs> and executive officer offering executive officering are more replaceable than a nigga who can paint just saying right. you know what i mean uh but i don't want to get directly into the hollywood thing i actually want to talk more about these artificially intelligent generated images um because what i'm seeing on the internet is when, if, when the AI generation images first came out, it became very easy to tell what was AI and what wasn't AI. You could look at the fingers, you could look at the eyes, you could look at how art was being produced. Be like, oh, this, a human did not make this. Yeah. But now we're getting to the point where the artificially intelligent generated images are matching the quality of human intelligent generated images. Mm -hmm. uh, but... I still feel like, based on the base definition of what artificial intelligence is, even looking at these generated images, they are artificial. They are knockoffs. They are bootleg. As real as they seem, as good looking as they seem, they are not the real thing. 
I think about the times that me and my father drove to a small city in South Carolina called Olanta. Not Atlanta. <laughs> Olanta. <laughs> small town about as big as this frame, right? The town is about as big as this is right here, right? And um, uh, I remember we used to go to the bootleg man. And I would ask my father, why are we going to the bootleg man and not to the movies? And my father would say a, 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 a couple of things. One, he don't like going to the movies. It's too cold and nasty, too expensive. All of those things are relatively um, important, I would say. Those are, those are some relatively important things to the, to, the, to the situation. But when I think about the bootleg man, I think about someone who is able to provide a product at a price that his demographic can afford plus convenience. It's easier to watch the new Spider-Man 2 when I'm at my house and I can show it to all six of my kids and I don't got to go to the movies. We don't got to get in the car. I don't got to buy five popcorns. I don't got to sit people down in the theater. I can pause, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, when we went to the bootleg man, there was no streaming services. There was no Netflix. There was no uh, Hulu or Amazon Prime. Was Amazon even a thing in 03? No. No. All right. There was, there was none of these things. So the bootleg man provided you a service that was most convenient for you and gave it to you at a price that you could afford. That was the bootleg man. And so when I see these artificially intelligent images, I see the bootleg man again. That's all it is. I see someone taking real life and trying to make, uh, trying to make an imitation of that real life based on things that they've seen before. Now, when you go to the bootleg man, it really don't matter how clear the image is on the DVD. It ain't the real movie. Therefore, bootleg man, no, I'm not paying you $15.99 for this movie. I'm not paying you Target $19.99 for this movie. You know what I'm paying you, bootleg man, for this movie? Three for 15. <laughs> That's what I'm paying you. I'm paying you three for 15 because I know your worth. I know your value. I know your place. It's like the real thing. If I wanted a Louis Vuitton bag and I didn't have Louis Vuitton money, I'd go to the bootleg lady. <laughs> and she's not gonna charge me no $20,000 for no bootleg Louis Vuitton. How much you gonna charge me, sweetheart? 150. <laughs> <laughs> 150 and I can talk her down to 100 if I'm nice about it. What? There is a place, time, and value for these artificially intelligent, artificially intelligently generated images. And I think it's a mistake amongst us, black folks, that's what I'm talking to on the show, and then folks in general, I think it may be a mistake to see these images and be so impressed by their plausibility that we start to replace them with reality. We start to give them the value of what reality is. I wanna show you something. Show them the AI bootlegs, sweetheart. This is what I mean by the bootlegs. So our brothers and sisters in Africa, before they had the technology to, before they had the technology to generate these images themselves, when a new movie would come out, you know what they would do? They would paint their posters by hand. Yeah. Human intelligence created images. And look at these things. Look at these very, <laughs> look at these images, man. Look at these jokes, look at, my man got a gun. <laughs> Michael Jordan did not have a gun in Space Jam. Why? What, what are these machine guns in the? the I don't know. White and chick? white chicks, look, man. I don't know what white chicks they saw, right. <laughs> but it wasn't this, right? So it's very um. So I see these images, and it reminds me of the old times of bootleg, where you would replace an image with something that was a little more 
tenable, something that was more attainable to the technology and the resources that you had around you. I would never say, although these are creative as hell and I appreciate them, I would even buy one and put one on my wall. Would I say that this Jurassic Park uh, poster is at the same value as the original Jurassic Park? No. It's a different value. Right. Maybe artistic value. Artistic value, but is it the same thing? No. Right. No. If they had an original poster of Jurassic Park and that poster of Jurassic Park, which one should be valued more? I kind of feel like this one though, because it's. So you messing up my argument? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right though. (laughs) You're right though. It's not as linear. But in the real world, if somebody were to print out this image versus if they had an original Jurassic Park image, they would want the the original Jurassic Park, especially if the one was signed by Steven Spielberg and the other one was signed by the original artist (laughs) of the dude who has got Michael Jordan with the the blicky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, that's just a... uh, uh, Oh, so that's how I think about artificial intelligence, right? But then my good man Curry is doing a thing. Oh, before I even get to Curry. I'm also saying this because I don't want niggas to be scared. Okay. That's the other thing about artificial intelligence. We know, let me try to get on Instagram one time. We know, uh, we know that the technology gap limits black folks' availability to new technology by like 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years on average, black folks are behind on new technology. And we are four, wait, yeah, 10 years we are behind new technology. No, 10 years we are behind on access to new technology and we are four times less likely to uh, be innovators of new technology due to this technology gap. The technology gap is driven by uh, finance, essentially, right? We can't afford it, therefore we can't be a part of it. Yeah, it's not doing well for me. Uh, We can't afford it, therefore we cannot be a part of it. So, um, but my man Curry is doing the work of exploring the technology without fear and showing ourselves in this algorithmic AI future. Go ahead and show Curry's work for me. When I hear it's a video. Oh, I didn't. Oh, well, that's it. All right. So that is Curry showing us what AI looks like in what AI looks like in black. And the thing that scares me about the Jennifer Lawrence picture that I saw, I've already stated it before. The thing that scares me about some of the some of the images that even Curry makes is that the reality and the realisticness of these images are confusing people. Right. Um, and so. We talked about this on Tuesday, but the folklore of John Henry comes to mind. If you don't remember, John Henry is a story of a black man who was so strong and so fast that he could lay down railroad tracks faster and stronger than any other person on the planet. And then one day a white man comes into town with a machine and says that my machine can actually lay down railroad tracks faster than any human on the planet. So they have a competition. They start off five miles away and they're both supposed to meet at the middle of this mountain where they're supposed to be laying uh, railroad tracks. John Henry and the machine are neck and neck. And at the very end, John Henry wins. He beats the machine to the middle of the mountain laying down railroad tracks, but then he dies. He dies because his hearts explode 
for overexertion, has a heart attack, and that's the end of John Henry. The machine keeps going on. Mm -hmm. And I say that I love that story, especially before AI came out, because it shows the tale of grit versus ingenuity and how grit will always win, but that motherfucker will kill you. Right. And I don't know if black folks have gleaned the lesson from that folklore that I think the original folklore people were trying to teach us. But now that we are face to face with this algorithmic learning system that we that we call AI, I'm wondering, should we be more Africans creating their own posters or should we be more curry? Should we be more grit and determination and human intelligence or should we or should we invest more into the ingenuity of the machine? That's a good, that's a good thought. Is John Henry, are the Africans painting posters with Michael Jordan with a blicky in his hand, are those the old blueprints? Is the new blueprint to invest ourselves in this AI to see if we can get a better working version of the thing that we created with grit in the past, knowing that grit led us to death and exertion in the past. What should we be doing moving forward? We've talked about this before, but I would love, I know there isn't a black AI system. You know how I, do, you know how I know there isn't a black AI system? Because ain't nobody put in to the AI, how do black folks get free and we got a step-by-step -step program. Ain't nobody done it yet. Yeah. If there was a black AI program that had black sources and all black uh, algorithms in it, maybe we'd get to a different point. Just like the, on Tuesday we said, through Maurice's work, if black folks didn't have to work on oppression and demarginalization from 1619 to now, what would we have found in space by now? Right. Same thing with algorithms too. If we had invested our time in building an algorithm, what systems could we have built through AI already? It's a very interesting thought. Mm -hmm. Very interesting thought. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to... This morning, I wanted to highlight how AI is nothing but a cheaper version of human ingenuity, right? Mm -hmm. We saw the Africans creating movie posters when they didn't have the technology, and now we see that without the technology, black folks are using AI systems to imagine themselves in different realities. Where I don't know we should go, should we go more John Henry, or should we go more white man with the machine? I don't know, it's a dichotomy. There's probably a third option out there, but that's all I wanna talk about. You got any thoughts, sweetheart? Um, I'm still thinking about uh, <clears throat> where should we go, because on the one hand, yeah, the machine wins, but we lose that sense of creativity and ingenuity, you know? Every time. Right. Every and time. Is it worth it? Because, Easy. yeah, like. <laughs> let's look at Curry's thing again. Okay. And let's answer the question, is it worth it? When I hear you on the phone, your sweet sexy voice turns my ear all the way on. Just a mention of your name seems to derive. Okay, so we're looking to see if it's worth it. <clears throat> what would be worth it mean? Does that mean that Curry Saints got to be better than the Africans? No. No. It just got to be a replacement of. Would I rather have these or the things that Curry produces? But then, you know, that 
we don't have to choose. We don't have to choose. Right. You're right. There's room for both. That's right. You're right. right. You're right. We got any comments, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's absolutely correct. Um, Natalie says it's lit. Hey, Natalie. Hey, Natalie. Good morning. Uh, Drew said good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, good vibe tribe said good morning, lady of the house. Good morning, BMO. Good morning. Hey, good morning. morning. Thank you for following instructions. Drew also said good morning, BMO, lady of the house. Good morning. Uh, Drew said the idea of a black AI still doesn't seem right. AI doesn't create originality. It only replicates ideas that exist at a lesser value. Mm. Scientists examining AI realize that after making something, it draws from a previous experience, making worse and worse products. This is what I'm talking about. Right. That's what I was saying. Like the, uh, to Drew's point, all AI does is replicate something that we could have done. Right. Poor. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe maybe it's more clear. Like with uh, with Curry's situation, maybe it's in more high definition. Mm-hmm. Maybe the lighting is a little more attractive. Maybe it's in an aesthetic that is more <clears throat> enjoyable to our 2023 sensibilities. Maybe it even <clears throat> takes less time to create, and you know. Yeah. But, you know, I think they should start. I think at a certain degree, at a certain point, you got to start labeling your things as AI generated. Yeah. I think that's a. I think you have. We have to start doing that. Um. You want me to keep the these posters up? No, you can do take the posters okay. out. <laughs> we got in the comments. Uh, good vibe tribe says we talking about practice. <laughs> 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 that's funny because AI is practiced. That's all it is. It is practiced. It is practiced. And I have just to just to go on a small tangent. I have been playing with AI. I've been using ChatGPT, Bard. I've been using some of the AI pitch deck mm-hmm. um, applications. I've tried to use an AI video editor, and I will tell you that every time I use AI for these things. I get flavorless, mm-hmm. bland. Oh, I get very white things. That's what they are. Yeah. I get a very white version of what I'm trying to create. And even though Curry has hacked the system to a certain degree, I would say if you got D. Dwyer, if you got Yogi, if you got Kayla, if you got Carnegie to all do the same thing that this AI was trying to do, we have a better result. We'd have a more interesting result. We'd have a blacker result. But every time I use ChatGPT and I try to come out with a sentence, that joint sounds bland. Every time I got to go back and add some add some flavor in that joint. And when I say to, <laughs> you don't know what's funny as we are. So in ChatGPT, you can like put in the prompt like, oh, write my bio. Mm-hmm. And it'll write your bland ass bio, right? And then you could say, write my bio as Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. What does the ChatGPT do? do then does it use the language from tony morrison does it use excerpts from song of solomon no it says as tony morrison i believe that brian brown is a great person (laughs) yeah don't that sound like a middle schooler trying to write an essay right but i'm i'm a little bit torn though because do we want ai to really be able to i guess imitate or write like black people like I feel like it's a slippery slope. Kind of feels like uh, we almost need to protect our culture. How's that working out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, well, even if we transfer this conversation from AI back to real life, 
-hmm. we need to protect our culture from Gen Z who's going to be stealing our language and calling it the future future okay. language, right? True. We protect how? All right. <laughs> how we protect our language? We stop talking out loud. We go back to code switching so we can keep our language a secret. <laughs> I mean, the answer is something we came up in in season two, which is why I say like the solutions to these problems aren't hard, which is why you need a new blueprint newsletter so you can put them in, in real life. The solution to these aren't hard. The solution to what you're saying is learn Tutnese. Right. The solution to protecting our culture is to make more difficult culture, to yeah. make culture that is not easily replicable. But we have been, a, we are addicted to a drug called convenience and ease, which has been capitalism's main export mm -hmm. so I don't know what my hands are for but. <laughs> yeah to be fair um, there's always you can always tell when somebody's using like AAV and they don't really know how to use it What's yeah that? yeah yeah there's, there's <laughs> purr <laughs> <laughs> We got no more comments before we get to the breaks. Uh, Brandon Holtmeyer waved. Oh, hey, Brandon. B! Hey. <laughs> you in your house right now? Turn the volume up so the walls of your new home can hear me. Hey. What up? <laughs> uh, Drew said there's a book called Simulacra and Simulation you should read. Mm -hmm. I feel like Man, let me tell you something. Okay. I don't know if I got to read it. I don't watch so many YouTube videos yeah. that have rest in Simulacra and simu Simulation. Mm -hmm. What's it called? Yeah, Simulacra and Simulation, yeah. I think I get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we read that in Theory of Knowledge in my high school philosophy class. Yeah, we had philosophy in high school because I went to a, I was in a semi-good program in a semi-good school. They ain't teach us about blackness. They ain't teach us about uh, queer symbols of freedom. No, but they taught us about philosophy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even, you can't even major in philosophy in college no more. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that shit is gone. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> that shit is gone. I remember uh, when we were on, Drew remember this, when we were on Howard's campus and who was the president before? Dr. Rabot. Dr. Rabot uh, basically got rid of like seven or eight majors and philosophy was one of them. Oh my God. Wow. Man, let me tell you something. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna start uh, a bunch of think pieces on the campus? Get rid of the philosophy program. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, niggas was going off. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. What else we got? We got? We'll take, we'll take two more comments. Make them good. Uh, Drew said, if we rely on AI, we won't evolve in our culture. Imagine if AI came out in the '70s, we wouldn't have hip hop, R&B, Afrofuturism, Afro surrealism, rap, basically all of modern black culture. One of my favorite animes, Afro Samurai, where the main character had to face a robot version of himself that studied his moves and built algorithms based on his fighting style. The only way to defeat him was to draw from his inner humanity to create a new style on the spot. That's us with AI right now. Mm. Very good parallel. I appreciate that. Thank you, Drew. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. That's fair, though. We won't evolve if we just rely on AI. because then If we just... We're just... Right. You know what? There is a Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee that I think <laughs> might help us solve this current conundrum that we're in right now. Hmm. We don't rely on AI. It's true. But what happens when we, what happens when black folks start to master that tool? We had that question about NFTs as it came to 
independent black communities and digital currency as it came to creating black spaces, exclusive black spaces. What would it look like after black folks mastered the technology of AI? I don't think it looks like putting up naked images of Jennifer Lawrence or a piss poor intro to a Marvel show. I think it looks like something completely different, but that's okay. We'll get back to that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to watch Michael Robinson featuring Tashira's Tone Shea. Make sure y'all check that out on all social media platforms and this video platform, which is YouTube, Tone Shea, T-O-N-C-T-O-N-E-C-H-E. Drop me a comment, see if you like that. While we're gone, you know what I would love? While we're gone, if you could drop in the comments, how do you think black folks will adopt AI differently than the white adaptations that we've seen currently drop that in the comment we'll be right back with more wake and bake with b mo including the paul ropes and negro of the week nominees voted by you and the lady of the house yeah (laughs) (laughs) ask me the other week I'm never over these transitions, sweetheart. I just want you to know I'm never over these transitions. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Who Wake and Bake with Be Mo. Yeah. That sounded good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have some comments in the meantime, in between time, but I want to welcome y'all back to the show. If you're just joining us, 
Uh, we just finished a conversation about the ethical implications of AI. Where do we go for it with black people? How do we put it in the proper context of it being essentially a bootleg? You know what I'm saying this is artificially intelligent, artificially intelligently generated images and videos, which means they are essentially a bootleg of human intelligence. So we appreciate the comments that are happening here. Sweetheart, you want to read a couple comments while I try to finish rolling this blunt? I'm having a, I'm having a time. A time. Uh, Natalie says, this is why we need season two of Lovecraft. Are they starting right now? Oh, my God. Here they go. <laughs> yeah, this is why we need season two of Lovecraft. Um, Drew says, a CNN analyst says, AI has the same potential energy as a nuclear bomb. It can be great or destroy humanity. Yeah, I definitely. It's terrifying, yeah. It is terrifying and so true. Mm-hmm. Um, cannot wait to see Oppenheimer, though. Maybe we can get a couple of lessons from my man. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are. I'm still, I'm still rolling. We got more comments. Drew said AI may not help in taking down systems of oppression. If I ask it, how do I dismantle systemic racism? It may think you're plotting terroristic attacks and report you. Facts so. though. Because <laughs> I have, um, what did I ask? I think I asked, how do we achieve liberation or something along those lines? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it was very white, but it was like, um, it usually gives an answer like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yep, it would be prejudice for the AI to believe. And when she talked about this on the episode before, there is there are some algorithmic biases in the building of these AI programs. Mm-hmm. And the algorithmic bias isn't like, oh, it's gonna call us a nigger. Right. The the AI bias is that it doesn't think we exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't understand how a subsection of a population can be marginalized and want to change that population without wanting a violent overthrow of said population right. which again uh is very white <laughs> you can only think about overthrowing a system through violence right <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> where your teaching where your tiki torches at yeah. <laughs> they want to the ai think we finna go pillage <laughs> right. <laughs> um good vibe tribe says i feel like AI good vibe go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> i feel like ai could be used to help with productivity of small bureaucratic and paper pushing tasks yeah I feel like Paper pushing tasks. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I see why I'm having trouble. I don't roll this thing backwards. Lord of oh, mercy. Oh, <laughs> struggle bus. <laughs> and then Drew says they will never give you the tools to fight your oppression. Black liberation will come from black minds, not white tools. That's a good point. Mm, that's a very good point. Yeah. Very good point. We got to come to Texas. <laughs> we got to come to you Texas. We got a whole bunch of family there anyway. <laughs> we got to go to Texas. We got to go to Denver. <laughs> we got to get this show on the road because the wake and bake with people night is hitting it this morning we appreciate you if only instagram fuck with us as much as y'all fuck with us maybe we'd be somewhere but maybe we wouldn't who knows all right sweetheart you know what time it is it's time for our nominees for the paul robeson negro of the week award if this is your first time watching the show on a Thursday, thank you for joining us. But every week we like to nominate and, and, and award the black person or someone who is doing work in blackness, uh, who is doing something loud and dangerous for the liberation of the black body, of the black mind, the black psyche. This award is named after the great Paul Robeson, who was one of the most popular people on the planet in 1900. Uh, and then his career ended with uh, accusations of uh, fascism and socialism through McCarthyism. So loud, dangerous, impactful, and effective Paul Robeson. We had three nominees this week. On Tuesday, we talked about 
our Paul Robeson of the Week nominee, Maurice James Jr. Sounds like a football player, but he is an artist. I swear, you want to put up some of his art real fast? We are nominating Maurice for his very loud and dangerous work of exposing what black folks could be, should be, can be outside of the oppression systems. We appreciate you, Maurice, for not only extending uh, Afrofuturism, but expanding Afro surrealism in a certain perspective. Thank you, Maurice. You are our Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee number one. You want any other words? What I'm supposed to be nominating? I'm nominating them <laughs> to you. Yeah. In the meantime, while I'm doing nominations, uh, uh, Wake and Bake will be one nights. Please, if you have any nominees that we need to consider, throw them in the chat now. We come on. All right. So my second nomination, sweetheart. My second nomination for the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week, and this might, you know what I'm saying, this might make people a little upset. NPC girl. <laughs> Play the video. <clears throat> Take it, Itzel. You got me feeling like a queen. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Balloon. Oh, thank you, Amr. Wow, why is my white dress so can match with the flowers on my head? Beautiful. Oh, thank you, Big. You got me feeling like a queen. Mm-hmm. Mmm, that was good. Coconut. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Oh, thank you, baby. I love you. Yes, yes, yes. Mmm, ice cream is so good. Yes, strong woman. Yes, strong woman. Eric, firework. Wow. What a perfect date for you and me. Fire. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, popcorn. Yes, 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 yes. Gang, gang. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, thank you, Jew. I love you. <laughs> I love what's her name you know her name no <laughs> I love the NPC girl not like that sweetheart I um when I first saw this video seven days ago maybe I think it was one of the sons of Samuels were trying to uh, uh equate her worth to the type of content that this young lady was making saying that because uh, because she's doing NPC content, she must be an NPC type type lady, right? Um, and then as the week goes on, I've seen this trend blow up. Yeah. There are so many individuals, so many content creators who are following the same NPC trend. And I would love to say that they were following it because uh, it's creative or it's new, but in actuality, it's like very simple. And if I'm not mistaken, sweetheart, I believe this comes from the Japanese girls. I think so. Don't quote me though. But as a black girl who did it now, it's a world, now it's a, a, a North American trend to be an NPC character responding from these, essentially these, these uh, digital currencies to make her react. You know what I find so interesting about this though, sweetheart? What's up? And the reason why I said that the, uh, uh, the solution to uh, new technology could be in our Paul Robes and Negro of the Week is because what I'm seeing from this young lady is that um, she's found a new way to monetize TikTok Live. Yeah. Right? Um, TikTok, I'm having trouble on TikTok because the censorship on TikTok is so stringent. It's so tight. Uh, I know that if you curse, they put your TikToks in a certain algorithm. If you say the N-word, they will mute your TikToks. 
if you cuss on live, I think you have like a couple of infractions, but after that you can get banned from TikTok live. So what would be the solution to having a profitable, child-friendly, open to the public uh, live that makes money to be an NPC? And the fact that this black woman has basically hacked that algorithm to make herself money and also be the generation, the trendsetter, a trendsetter of a new generation of creators, to me, I'm impressed. Regardless of how stupid or how simplistic that people might think it is, like I'm impressed that she was able to put these things together, look at a different culture and be like, okay, I can do this. And in seven days, instead of, instead of listening to the advice from the sons of Kevin Samuels, instead of uh, uh, being allowed to be ridiculed and then leaving the platform, she doubled down. Yeah. And the other thing, the dangerous part to me, and now this might be a little sassy, man, look, the people that I see recreating this trend, I want y'all to keep doing that. Because when you try to make coherent content, it never makes sense. <laughs> When you try to make something that you think might be impactful or artistic to the world, it never is. It's always just a replication of something else that is incoherent out of ignorance. So therefore, if there is somebody who is leading the way for you to be intentionally non-coherent, please follow that. Oh my God. And it's making you money? Oh my God. Please be incentivized and follow that. Oh, can we clear some of the cobwebs on the internet with this NPC lady? Whew. And she black. <laughs> and she black. So that is my my number one. That's my Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee number two. Sweetheart, you got any reactions to my Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee number two? Do the people know? Do the people have any reactions? As I begin to light this blunt? No, I want you to say what you said right before we got on. Okay, um, there's a little, not pushback, but it's it's kind of, it's a slippery slope. Like it's, it's kind of starting to become a little problematic because she's been saying that she's 15 or 19, aka barely legal, and she's actually 28 with a child. And it's problematic because a, a bunch of like pedophiles are fetishizing the fact that she's quote unquote young. And then I've actually seen videos of like small children imitating her, which I mean, they don't know that it's a fetish, but. Oh, yeah. this is a fetish? Yeah. This is sexual? Yeah. Play the video again. <laughs> I missed that. Take it, Itzel. You got me feeling like a queen. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Balloon. Oh, thank you, Amr. Wow, why is my white dress so can match with the flowers on my head? Beautiful. Oh, thank you, big. You got me feeling like a queen. Mm -hmm. mm, that was good, coconut. Oh, thank you, baby. This is so cute. Oh, thank you, baby. I love you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, ice cream is so good. Yes, strong woman. Yes, strong woman. Eric, firework. Wow, what a perfect date for you and me. Fire. Yes, 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 popcorn. Yes, 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 gang, gang. Yes, 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 yes. I'll take it, you. I love you. Okay. Yes, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like hentai almost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, have you ever seen the those little characters and they'd be bouncing like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I've seen it in anime. I've seen it in like I've seen it in hentai, of course. Yeah. I didn't think what she was doing specifically was sexual. I guess I you yeah. could glean some sexuality from that, especially with the licking and the and the clivage. Like may yeah, I can see that. But like <laughs> if a if an actual fifteen year old was doing that minus the licking, it wouldn't be sexual. I wouldn't find it sexual. But then again, I'm not a <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a pedophile, so I, uh, I guess not. Thanks but for that. okay, but so when you said that to me this morning, I was also thinking like, okay, if she's 29, saying she's 15, and then let's say there are 10 pedophiles who are convinced that she's 15, and they getting off to her, mm-hmm. isn't that 10 pedophiles who aren't fucking with kids? Yeah, but the the problem is that kids will imitate her, and then you know, that's just more content for pedophiles to find and consume. Like, like I did see a video of a little girl imitating her. She was maybe like six or younger. I don't know how old she was, but I don't. I don't, I don't think I have a problem with that. I think I have a problem with pedophiles who might sexualize that content, but I don't, um, yeah, it's innocent. Like to the kids, the kids, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a pedophile issue. (laughs) I don't know if there's necessarily anything wrong with what they're doing. But it's definitely, they're definitely pedophiles. Oh yeah. Yeah. On fucking TikTok. TikTok. My God. Oh my God. The videos, I've seen some of you watch like reaction videos of like parents who make their kids videos private and they go from like 200 thousand views to like 20 views <laughs> right. something like dramatic like that because yeah. they're like all the pedophiles are actually watching the the mm-hmm. dance con on the, the dance content on youtube yeah. okay i hear you sweetheart it could be i could see how that would put little girls in danger mm-hmm. i could see that but i don't want to blame yeah, her or right. the little girls it's definitely the pedophiles part so yeah. i see what you're saying okay i see what you're saying i did not i didn't think initially it was sexual but that's an that's an interesting point that's an interesting point and her being her being 15 19 when she actually 29 with a kid i don't know why i find that so funny that's just really funny to me and the fact that like there are some people on the internet who are like oh yeah she is 15 dumbass <laughs> yeah well, go send year old look like that none not one <laughs> on i ain't never met a 15 year old look like that my goodness we do have some comments what we got Okay, what do the people say? And then we got to get on to the to the to the next one. Drew said, "I'm getting dystopian vibes from NPC Girl," and then Brandon said, "Pinky Doll, I believe is her name." Yeah, Pinky Doll. Mm-hmm. So Drew, if you're getting just, I get dystopian vibes every time. Remember that one video? Is it still here? I don't think it's still here. We're not gonna search for it. Remember that one Instagram reel uh, trend where it was like a line would come down and the algorithm was supposedly yeah. like telling you what you look like, but it turns out that you had to upload your own picture. The and the only video. thing that did was like the line was just the only thing that was real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that to me was like dystopian. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, right. What are we doing? Are we playing ourselves Although, and blaming Instagram? Go ahead. Have you seen, I've seen one of the videos, you know, the NPC videos, but it didn't have any of the, little graphics and images so it was just a lady sitting there and it looks <laughs> very dystopian like, oh she's just sitting doing? there not reacting to nothing no she's reacting but like there's you can't see anything so it's just her 
And it, yeah, it oh, looks weird. Oh, right. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see how if the aliens came right now and mm-hmm. they saw that was the major trend on the planet, they'd be like, oh, these people stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? These people dumb. Uh, Brandon says, I don't know what the fuck she doing, but if she making money, good for her. <laughs> and so that's that's the thing that's the thing that's impressive to me is not only the fact that she was able to stick to her content creation style throughout the, all this ridicule for the last seven days, but baby girl is making money. Yeah. Each one of them icons costs money, right? Yeah. Right. Later, how's place my icons so we can get this money? Come on, <laughs> send them up, y'all. Send them up, y'all. Mm, good weed. Smoke, smoke. <laughs> Let's get it popping. What, what are we doing? Mm. <laughs> What's the popcorn sound again? <laughs> um, Drew says, oh, yeah, sexual. LOL. <laughs> Brandon said, now that girl knows she ain't no damn 15 years old. That girl ain't no damn 15 years old. She grown as hell. (laughs) Right. And Natalie said, all that slurping in is not sexual. Laughing faces. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And then Goodbye Tribe said she cosplaying a kid. Then that's crazy. Right. All right. So it's time for our third nominee of the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week. So on Tuesday, we talked about how the Gathering Spot, which is a black country club, that's how they called it, a black country club that's doing like the Dumbo House, that's doing like the Soho House model, a little bit of, uh, what's that workspace called? No, you talking about WeWork? WeWork, okay. goodness gracious. Should be that easy. That's why they named it that. <laughs> right. Um, we talked about how the Gathering Spot is currently suing Greenwood Bank. Greenwood Bank is the black bank that was being ambassadored by Killer Mike during the pandemic based on this theory that if we black, if we bank black, then we'll be able to find different routes to liberation. Mm-hmm. That's a thought. I don't know if it's true or not. But what we did find out is that through this lawsuit, Greenwood Bank replaced the founder of the gathering spot with a white man. It is my speculation that they replaced him with this white man so they could see immediate profitability from the gathering spot rather than the cultural profitability that the gathering spot has been experiencing for the last two years. Mm-hmm. So within that conversation, we recognize that There are two different strategies to ownership of an IP within blackness. One of those strategies being what I called the the Jay-Z, the Charlemagne way, which is I want to own the cool part of the IP, but I want to give the responsibility of labor to someone else. I don't want to be responsible for the labor or the sources of labor or the means of commerce. I just want to be the physical representation, the black representation of this business. There's that way. And then there's the Master P uh, slash Dame Dash slash Tyler Perry way, which is I want to have 100% of this thing. I want to own it downright. I want to be able to talk about where the labor comes from, who's getting the labor, how I'm getting money from the situation. I want to be truly involved. Uh, so we see that Greenwood Bank is operating more in the 51% ownership way and that the gathering spot is operating more in the 100% ownership way. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing that up to say that Greenwood Bank put white people on their board to make sure that the bank would be profitable because that's what banks do. <laughs> but you know what Greenwood Bank was missing when they started Greenwood Bank? Black people, with, black people with bank accounts. Black people really wanting to move their money from one account to another account. Mm-hmm. So when I say, um, uh, uh, so there is a movement in Silicon Valley right now for Web 3.0. It's going to make sense what I'm saying here in a second. Web 3.0 is digital currency, digital artifacts, and digital communities. The people in Silicon Valley, the people with money right now, are so interested in investing in digital currencies and digital products that they have no idea where to find digital communities. 
And I say that black folks have been the beacon of creating community since 1619. Mm -hmm. So taking those two things, trying to create an institution, a black institution that houses money, plus a community that has already exists, the next Paul Robeson Negro of the Week, this week's Paul Robeson Negro of the Week nominee number three is the AKA Credit Union. Not also known as Credit Union, no. <laughs> the Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated, 1908. Yeah. 1908 opened their own credit union. Put up the articles we are. Read the headline for me. Alpha Kappa Alpha makes history as first sorority with its own credit union. First sorority. AKA is like the first sorority on the planet. No. No. No, I'm pretty sure there's a white girl sorority called Alpha or whatever. <laughs> you know, they only got Alpha Delta, whatever it is. Right. You know, they only got two letters in their situation. Yeah. Weirdos. Um, <laughs> I'm an Alpha Delta. Okay. <laughs> in the Lambda, Lambda, Lambda chapter. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, the AKAs, old black women with money, mm -hmm. started a credit union for them, by them, for the benefit of them. You and I cannot join the credit union. Only AKAs can join the credit union. Wow. And there are millions of AKAs on the planet. Mm -hmm. There is a rumor that under this, uh, there is a rumor through this Greenwood Bank versus the Gathering Spot um, litigation that Greenwood Bank is actually finna close its doors. That they're actually really? about to go insolvent wow. because they didn't have enough people opening bank accounts. So you know what the AKAs have done? They have taken that strategy, have taken that blueprint. Okay, we're gonna blank, we gonna we gonna bank black. Okay, cool. We're not gonna rush it. We're not gonna put people on the board who don't belong in the community. We're not gonna put people who are outside of our own perspective. We are going to start a credit union for us, by us, for the benefit of us. That shit right there, that is loud and powerful. I don't know what we're supposed to be doing with money. I haven't quite pinned it down yet, but I know that if it's being watched over, if it's being supported, if it's being financed by black women, mm -hmm. and black women are the financial future of our race, that's pretty fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's pretty fucking brilliant. So those, sweetheart, those are my nominees for the Paul Robeson Negro of the Week Award. Do we have any other nominees from the Wake and Bake with Bimo Nights? I made it tough. I gave you three nominations. Of course, you get 98% of the vote, but I'd love to hear what the Wake and Bake with Bimo Nights got to say. Who who would you vote for as your Paul Robeson Negro of the Week? Is it A, the Afrofuturistic, Afro-surrealistic Maurice James Jr., close friend of the show? Is it B, NPC girl, Pinky Doll? Pinky Doll. Pinky yeah. Doll for giving a platform to NPCs all over the planet and actually <laughs> incentivizing their participation? Or is it C, the black women of AKA who are now starting their own credit union, establishing financial independence? Natalie says the rest of the Panhellenic has 48 hours to respond. Boy, they're going to need more than 48 <laughs> hours, man. They're going to need more than 48 hours. And I'm saying the AKA is on a new blueprint. Yeah. This is a new blueprint, mm -hmm. right? So, like, 
The Q's still doing community programs. Ain't nothing wrong with community programs. Right. Ain't, wrong, ain't nothing wrong leaving that. them singing, singing citizens in that home. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with getting them kids at that library. Mm-hmm. But damn, AK's got a bank. <laughs> I need a vote, Lady of the House. I need oh, a vote, Wake and Bake with B19. That's what we got. Uh, or do we need to play a video and have people come back? Uh, I don't know if we need to play a video. Okay. The Vibe Drive says they biased. Why are you biased? You AK? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. I or. Just, okay, go ahead. And I was going to say. Right, I was going to say Maurice. Because <laughs> my, my issue with the AKAs is that it's only for AKAs. But, like, I understand why that's, you know, why they did that. But I would like for it it to be open to at least the rest of the D9 and eventually all the black people. What's up? Boy, the AKAs know how to keep something exclusive, don't they? Uh, <laughs> uh, Let me tell you something. The idea is great, but you're right. You didn't bring that. I didn't even think about that criticism. Man, you talk about the elite. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I oh get my. it, but... Oh my God! You talking about want to want to be separate from black folks so bad? Oh my God! They go on that little weekend trip and come back just different, just different. Just different. <laughs> it's different. It's different. <laughs> we are not the same. Damn! You said La Russell will be an AKA. That's crazy. You know what I just thought about though? Are they are they letting boys in AKAs? That's a good question. I don't know if they're there yet. Mm, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, if it hasn't come already, pause. Um, it's coming and it's coming hard. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> um, right. Uh, yeah, because some niggas would be great AKAs. Who would be a great male AKA? I'm not even trying to be. I'm not even trying to be homophobic. Like I just said, LaRussell would be a great AKA. But he actually probably be a better Delta. Because of his personality? Yeah. True, but the way he carries himself is like an AKA. Who who would be a who Yeah, it's true. He does carry himself like an AKA. (laughs) Um what other nigga would be an AKA? Mm. I don't know why Trey Songs just came. (laughs) (laughs) Trey Songs and Prince both would be AKAs. I could see, yeah, Prince definitely for sure. Ah, good vibe tribe said Don Lemon. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that you know is what? so true. What's up? Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas will be an AKA. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Ah! Wow. Wow, that's funny. Good Vibe Tribe says, my mama was pledging AKA when she was pregnant with me. That's why he's biased. Oh, that's why he's biased. Yeah. So that's your vote? <laughs> uh, your vote is the AKAs? Natalie said, they're doing big things, but I'm looking at the alphas like, where you been at? True, they've been quiet. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. I wanted to be an alpha so damn bad. <laughs> I wanted to be an alpha so damn bad. And them niggas was off. Them niggas got kicked off campus the semester before I got there yeah. and came back my last semester on campus. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I had the same experience with the Deltas. <laughs> Stupid. I wanted yeah. Man. And as a grown man, I'm not doing that. Right. No. 
I'd be damned if I line up again. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm 34 years old, man. I'd be damned if I line up again. What the <laughs> fuck I look like? <laughs> what if you don't put me in these weekend classes? What? Anyway, so, sweetheart, you're Paul Robeson, Negro of the Week. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Maurice James Jr. All right, that's two votes for me. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this week's Paul Robeson... Negro of the week. He gonna be so happy. <laughs> he gonna be so motherfucking happy. Right. It's Maurice James Jr. <laughs> Maurice, we want to thank you for depicting um, thoughts that are happening within the black consciousness so well and so pristinely. I cannot wait to ask you questions and sit down and discuss these things with you more vibrantly uh, in front of an audience of all black people. When I said that the future is dead, I, I meant that the, the language in which we talk to each other, that coded language that prepares us for that next step of liberation, that coded language that aligns us with each other to make sure that we are still a community, that part of Afrofuturism is dead. But when I see your work, man, white folks wouldn't know what the fuck that is. Right. They wouldn't know what that is. That is still very coded. The National Association for Aeronautic Colored People. Mm -hmm. This week's Paul Robeson Negro of the Week has literally taken us to the moon. <laughs> Lives in my brain, establishing the new black brain trust. Maurice James Jr., we appreciate you. Well said, sweetheart. Ladies. <laughs> All right, time, but you know what time it is now, sweetheart. No. And I got myself excited, my blood pressure up. We're we not on Instagram, but the, let me tell you something. We're not on Instagram right now, but the Wake Up Baby would be nice. They pulled up to YouTube, Shout and I appreciate that. I yeah. really appreciate y'all. All right, y'all make me want to edit more videos. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I appreciate y'all, but you know what time it is, though. It's time for the burning question for Roger. Burning question from Sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> what you got for me, Sweetheart? We talked about AI. We talked about AI. We talked about the bootleg man. Bootleg man, okay. Hmm. <laughs> that's a that's the name of today's episode. AI, <laughs> aka the bootleg man. Our nominations, which were the NPC girl, which I feel like these nom you nominees, we might have to make a little something for you too, because we good nominees. Right? Yeah. Good nominees. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. What was uh, the second one? What was the second uh, nominee? Oh, AKA or Maurice, whatever. Um. Hmm. It's from today because I feel like we <laughs> covered a lot. Not to the AKAs, but okay. the idea of creating your own bank. Um, is there another type of infrastructure that you think we as a people need? Ooh, good question. Because we got schools. 
Yeah. The AKA's got a bank. Mm-hmm. Is there another black infrastructure that we need? Police department? Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Could that work? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> Instead of calling 911, you call the police department? Yeah. What's the police department number? <laughs> 999. <laughs> uh, hmm. We've already seen the, the Ogun uh, Security Service. Right we have seen Ogun Security Service. Could they solve? Okay. Okay. I guess. What couldn't the black the police what couldn't the black police department do that the police department does? <laughs> just overall police brutality, but ah. <laughs> Natalie just said abolish the abolish the police. Yes. But if we had But what would oh yeah, so it's not okay. We're only I'm only saying the word police. That's the only Right. protective service that I could think about that could solve cases, hold people accountable that mm-hmm. you could call right, yeah. <laughs> or would, or, or would the black version really be, Oh no, you're calling a detective or you're calling a mental health specialist or mm. you're calling somebody who res- rescued somebody out of trees or right. you're calling somebody with a gun or you're calling a protective service. Is that what you're saying? It wouldn't be just one yeah. generalized service it would be like five services hmm. Hmm. I still want to put that under one number though right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd want to I'd want to uh, a something department <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like the watchman or something the watchman doesn't have to be men but you know mm. the watchers <laughs> <laughs> the watchers hmm that's a good question though is there another institution outside of banking and education that I feel like black people should have yes okay. which one would be priority um I don't know do we got do we have like our own cell phone service is there a black like, singular out here? I feel like we've tried, right? There've been a few. Okay, let me think about. Let me think about a more important institution. Unless we're going full government, like I want a whole different black government. Mm. Is there another black institution? Hmm, that is not currently one. Oh. Go ahead. What about a hospital? Is it sad I thought of HUH just now? <laughs> it's a set that I thought of HUH and I immediately became disappointed. Damn. Damn. Wow. You know what? It's not that HUH is a bad hospital. And I've been very careful to say that amongst the people who are coming. HUH has a very specific function. And you going for HUH has a function for a particular class of people who have a particular set of problems. Right. And if you're going for bourgeois problems to HUH, you're in trouble. Yeah. I wouldn't even go to HUH to get diagnosed. The people who go to HUH kind of know what's wrong with them. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this. You should probably look here. <laughs> anyway. 
That's a good point, though. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm going to say for that. <laughs> and trying not to disparage my own people. We right. got some, I see we got yeah. some comments on the screen. Yeah. Um, Brandon says, would the cops at the black police department act any different than many of them do now at the white police department? That's that's Natalie brings up a great question when she asks the point when she makes the point of abolish the police. Right. Mm -hmm. It is abolish the police. So like. No, the black police. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. We talk about indoctrination. We talk about people who are still falling under the fallacy of white supremacy or white supremacy or even the racial caste system itself. Mm -hmm. So like, yes, the black police department would have the same bad apples, which means it would be a bad department as a white police department. Would it be as bad? <clears throat> theoretically no there might be some empathy there there might be some understanding there especially if you believe that you if you believe that putting black cops in black neighborhoods will stop police brutality then you have to believe that also a whole black police department would uh curtail some of the issues happening in the white police department but at the end of the day they would still be operating the same way as the white police department <clears throat> as the white police department right when i think about the stat of black on black crime which is a completely dumbass stat that's been disproven in context and actually statistically but when you think about that stat it says what 91 percent of crime happening to black people is happening to black people and the other stat is 88 percent of crime happening to white folks is happening to white folks there's a three percent difference which might be actually a uh uh a statistical error it might be some errors in there that cause that three percent but either way there is no difference we're all people we're gonna act the same way so if you put some people in charge of people uh, under the guise that another group of people if sub is submissive to the other group of people, it's not going to work. That's what's wrong with the police. Mm. It's a power struggle and it's inept. We're trying to cover all these issues underneath crime by just attacking crime with a group of people who think one way about crime. It but, ain't going to work. But the difference is that there won't be that that bias automatically assuming that right. What you think? You think so? Or do you think black people are not biased against black people? We just come on now. I mean, but I, don't know, I just feel like there would be more more grace and empathy there. Like they wouldn't see a black person and immediately start shooting. They might ask questions first, arrest the person first, but they wouldn't just pull a gun out and <laughs> unload the clip. When we were on break, there was a case. It was a, a kid who got shot and it turned out to be all black cops. Yeah. You remember that? And they got charged with official suppression. What? Yeah. <clears throat> Even in some of these landmark cases that are about police brutality police brutality i believe freddie gray freddie gray was in baltimore yeah i think freddie gray is one of them i think the majority of the cops involved in the freddie gray, freddie gray situation were black yeah. so in the perfect black world yeah we would all have empathy for each other yeah. but like mm, we see how black people treat each other by we now we're talking internally now, okay? Mm -hmm. It's a conversation for black people between black folks now. Mm -hmm. We're talking internally now. Now we know there's some problems in the social structure yeah. of blackness or how we treat each other. We know there's a caste system for how we treat black folks. Mm -hmm. Okay? I can, I just throw out some names right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. this, this, you know what I'm saying? 
Ice Spice. Mm -hmm. DMX. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm saying if we go to certain communities, I know a certain group of black folks, especially black folks who would go to an academy. <laughs> I want to go to the academy. I want to get a good government job so I can continuously provide for my, I want to get rid of crime in the black community. Come on, man. We just said Clarence Thomas will be an AKA. We just think Clarence Thomas is a cop. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what? <clears throat> Huh? You remember in Boys in the Hood with the black cop was like, I hate your black yeah. lips. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> damn. That's wild. All right. We got some. Hit me with the comments we are so we get about it. Okay. Um Good Vibe Tribe says safety department, but then there's dispatchers. Kendall says, dial one for mental health emergency, dial two for domestic dispute. Stay on the line to talk to an agent. I can see it. Okay. Tyree Nichols, that's who I was looking at. Yeah, yeah. Tyree Nichols, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, that's it. Okay. Um, Natalie said, I would love for us to have our own communications independent of the big five. That's real. That'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Tyler Perry, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, the other dude is in communications. Ain't, who, ain't the nigga who paid all them, Scott, all them uh, student loans at Morehouse? I man. Like, I don't oh. think he was in. Maybe he is. Okay, we gotta do research. Mm. Um, Goodbye, Trash says I don't. I don't trust black folks who want to be fed the, as much. Tbh, that's real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. On the one hand, you think it's like they want to change from the inside, but well, what I was going to say was like. <clears throat> You remember we were talking about the parlor how we asked the question are niggas still joining the military mm -hmm. and the answer was yeah because niggas still got to join the military for a lot of people the police and i'm thinking about a student of mine just now uh you remember adrian adrian just mm -hmm. uh applied for the police academy he actually his recommendation just came through my email for a lot of people the police is a good job yeah like it's a good job. You get a pension. I'm thinking about Tabitha Brown husband too. Like you get a pension, you get to provide for your family, you can retire. It may be dangerous, mm -hmm. but like, and yeah, there are some social implications to being a police officer that I don't think a lot of black police people think of. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's an individual case. Like some people are trying to uphold the systems that only punish crime. And some niggas just need a job. Yeah. <laughs> some niggas need a job, and I'm not trying to work at McDonald's. Right. All right? Be more, look, man, I already got a kid. I don't got time to be trying to figure out when the revolutionary strategy is coming. I ain't got it, bro. I need a job today. Mm. That's why it's, it's, it's hard for me to just indict the whole black police society. I get it. Right. I get it. I get it, but a, a garbage man ain't bad either, though. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you could have been a garbage man. Get that stigma off your back, baby. Let yeah. that go. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Oh, I was about to. <laughs> go ahead. You could have been a bus driver. Good you could have been a bus driver. You want to do civil service? You could have took niggas to work. But you know what I'm saying? The police a good job, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, now you said Tyree Nichols was victimized by black cops as well. Brandon said, in some ways, black people in positions of power can be that much worse than their white counterparts, depending on how they use that power. Clarence Thomas, Tim Scott, the list goes on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
and then Good Vibe Tribe says they got a 25k bonus. We learned. Didn't trust myself. Didn't trust myself as much for considering it for a while. Oh, okay. No, what? $25,000 yeah. to join a job? That's crazy. Be honest. Everybody on here, be honest right now. When's the last time you got a $25,000 check? <laughs> be on, let's, let's be honest now. When's the last time you got a $25,000 check? And when's the next time you'll get a $25,000 check? That. Me? Have you? No. No, me either. <laughs> no. $25,000 check? Let's see here. The biggest check I ever got. The biggest check I ever got was $17,000. Yeah. One check? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I know we're supposed to be greater than capitalism. I know we're supposed to be bigger than that. But come on, dog. You got a kid, baby. Yeah. Uh, 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 you got a kid. And niggas trying to go to Fiji. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm not even saying that's greedy. I'm just saying that's what niggas is trying to do. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to go to Fiji off of, of $6,000. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we want to appreciate y'all for watching the show this morning. As always, you can check the immediate replay on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Uh, the podcast will be out later today. <laughs> Brandon said you got a $25 check on his insurance claim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can always check out the immediate uh, uh, replays there. Definitely check out the new Blueprint newsletter, $5 a month. Or if you need that scholarship, just let me know. BMOBrown.substack.com. Listen to the podcast where you listen to your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Say good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning, little sweetheart. Good morning, sweetheart. How you feeling? I'm pretty good. You satisfied? It's a little warm. <laughs> yeah, turn the air off. Yeah. And turn the air off so we can get a good we can get a good quality of sound, although <laughs> we just doing the best that we can. <laughs> We're doing the best that we can. I wanna leave y'all with uh Detroit Rivers Black Boy Joy. Make sure y'all go check that out on SoundCloud. Check him out at Detroit Rivers on social media platforms at Good Vibe Tribe right here on on YouTube. I will see y'all next Tuesday for more Wake and Bake with BMO. Maurice! If you can hear me, you the Paul Rosen nigga on the week, baby. <laughs> Good morning. Hold on tight, let this feeling slip away. Oh. Yes, it is. Yeah, happy feelings. Breaking Beverly, you may not be a man. Find yourself, learn your joys and pains. Live your voice and sing. The sounds in your heart, but you read by the thing. And don't forget your lyrics. This is a reminder of joy every time you hear it. Just to learn this joy. Now you can wear it. Contagious, won't you share it?
Black boy joy through all the pain. And black boy joy say it again. One more time, get this black boy joy up on your brain. Let this black boy joy get you some game. Black boy joy, get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain. And black boy joy say it again. For us, it's easier to go to jail than to go to college. Rather us be entertainers than be getting knowledge. They fund their own genocide. The word is power. Killing niggas in every song. I think it's coward. Easier to act tough when you and down because the world incriminates us. Cause we and down. Are we afraid of our own kind? And it's really wild. I think they got us backwards. I figured out it's easier to fit in than it is to stand out. So I'm black boy joy when I'm cruising around. And I'm black boy joy. Joy fresh hitting the town, and I'm black boy joy dancing clean in the house, and I'm black boy joy when I go for a hike. Been black boy joy since I was riding a bike. My son black boy joy and that's crazy to me. I was miserable growing up, I really hated it, G. But the world is much bigger than I was able to see. So get this black boy joy up on your brain. This black boy joy get you some game. Black boy joy get up again, and black boy joy through all the pain, and black boy joy say it again one more time. Get this black boy joy up on your brain. Let this black boy joy give you some game. Black boy joy get up again. Black boy joy through all the pain. Black boy joy say it again. Smile.